everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and if you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So what are we doing for today's episode? Today, we are finally doing our Ikoria set review. Now, it is a little bit late, and everybody's already been playing Ikoria on Arena by now and on Magic Online. We don't have the physical cards yet, but... I digress. So typically when I do these set reviews, I try to lean it more towards limited and also talk a little bit about standard and possibly some commander as well. Um, this is going to be no different than in any other set review I've done. It's going to lean more towards limited, standard, and commander, and we'll just go from there. So before we begin, uh, Magic Azubi can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. Uh, if you want to help support the show in any way, you can check out the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash Zuby, and you can reach out to me on Twitter at twitter.com slash magic and Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. So, and we have two other quick little ads. And without further ado, let's get on with the first Ikoria set review talking about the white cards. Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to order some magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive. Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to LegitMTG.com, you can order any magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping. Wow, free shipping's at LegitMTG.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing! And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... Anormie? Yeah, exactly! Anormie! Well, have I got the show for you, the all-new Magic Vanami show. Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic, Magic for, for Normies. It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning. We care about having fun playing Magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Magic for normies. All right, so starting off with the first white card here, uh, Blade Banish. For three and a white, it's an instant that exiles target creature with power four or greater. The Wanderer walks many paths. Her blade travels only one. So in a limited format where there is a crap ton of creatures, and obviously with Mutate being a huge deal in limited especially, this is the type of removal that is going to be very premium for what you're going to want to choose in a draft. Um, 
either, you know, if your opening pack is really bad, this is definitely on top of there for a pack one pick one, in my opinion. And um, even in a sealed pool, this is if white, if you're able to have white and support white, this is going to be something you're definitely going to want. Something like Blade Vanish. Uh, next, we have Checkpoint Officer for one in a white. It's a creature human soldier. It's a one two. You can pay one in a white to tap this and tap target creature. After what he viewed as Luca's shocking betrayal, General Kudrow enacted stringent security measures at every checkpoint or every entry point into Draineth. So this is your typical white creature that we see a lot of in other sets that tap a target creature and something like this is always handy and with there being a strong human theme and, and being able to go wide in draft is very very good um, this is very handy to have uh, next up we've got coordinated charge for four and a white it's an instant creatures you control get plus two plus one until end of turn has cycling two so cycling makes a comeback in this set and boy does cycling make a real good comeback in this set i've played some cycling decks in standard and whoo they are fun a lot of fun out here we're nothing but our training ethic copper coat mage so with cycling being really popular and prevalent in limited uh, any kind of cycling card is going to be very useful for you and even if you don't end up using this as a cycling cost just as this is a pump spell a good combat trick is always handy to have especially with those go wide strategies next up we've got cub warden for three and a white it's a cat creature it's a three five and it has a mutate cost of two double white. It has lifelink. Whenever this creature mutates, create two one one white cat creature tokens with lifelink. So a three five for four is not bad. It's got a big booty to protect itself. And with lifelink, it's that much better. And with mutate being, once again, I'm going to probably say pretty prevalent a lot over and over again. So uh, being pretty prevalent in limited, is this is going to be pretty handy to have because you're going to be able to poop out some tokens. And go wide strategies are always very useful in draft so this is definitely a pretty high up there pick if not a pack one pick one uh depending on what else you get because we always know removal is going to be always pretty pretty premium and any kind of draft or sealed Next up, we've got Day Squad Marshal for three and a white. It's a creature human soldier. When this enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one white human soldier to creature token. The knight emboldens many monsters, but the mightiest will attack in broad daylight. It's a 3-3 three, three for four that gives you another creature. Uh, yeah, if you are going in the humans route or or even even in the go wide strategy route, this is going to be a card you're really going to want. Has anyone noticed that commons are just getting better and better as sets go by? That could be another topic for a po another podcast episode right there. Uh, next up, we've got Divine Arrow for one and a white. It's an instant. It deals four damage to target attack, attacking or blocking creature. Outside Dranith's walls where collateral damage is of no concern, the copper coats are free to use more potent methods. So, once again, similar, I mean, it's not as good as Blade Banish, but similar to Blade Banish to where this will at least try to take care of a, an attacking or blocking creature. It's uh, another removal. It's not as good as some of the other ones out there, but it's cheap enough to be able to slot in your draft or sealed deck. 
Next up, we've got Dranith Healer for one and a white. It's a human cleric. It's a 2-2 two, two for two. Whenever you cycle another card, you gain one life, and it has cycling one. The glowstone shine and dinosaurs roar to the south. Business will be brisk tonight. So in something like draft, now gaining life is never that big of a deal until you don't have enough life then you die so something in this where if you're going up against an aggro deck being able to cycle cards to gain life does help out to maybe give you another turn or two depending on your situation so something like this isn't too bad i wouldn't consider this a super high pick but if you're going the cycling route and draft this is just another cycling card you want to add to the repertoire of your deck Next up, we've got Dranith Magistrate. For one and a white, it's a creature human wizards. It's a 1-3. Your opponents can't cast spells from anywhere other than their hands. Our sanctuaries must be beacons of reason and calm or else they will fall. Um, In draft, I mean, this would definitely shut down companions. And this can shut down companions in standard. But it also shuts down commanders and EDH as well, too. Now, it's not that it's impossible to take care of because it's a 1-3. And a removal is, especially in standard and formats like commander, there's removal aplenty. But at least can slow down your opponents from not casting their commander or their companion in standard or EDH. In something like draft, I wouldn't consider this a pack one pick one at all. I'd be looking for some either a better creature or better removal compared to this because... It's going to be very, very, very limited on what you can and can't do with it. A sideboard card more than anything. Next up, we've got Fight as One. For one white, it's an instant. Choose one or both. Target human you control gets plus one, plus one, and gains indestructible until end of turn. Target non-human creature you control gets plus one, plus one, and gains indestructible until end of turn. And this isn't a bad little card. Um, I mean, for one white and... You basically try to save a creature from dying, and also a pump spell as well, too. I mean, not high up there in, in my pick route, but, yeah, pro probably mid-pick or so. Next up, we've got Flourishing Fox for one white. It's a fox creature. It's a 1-1. One, one. Whenever you cycle another card, put a 1-1 one, one counter on Flourishing Fox, and cycling cost a 1. Day 1, these fox pups have really taken to me. Day 4, big, so big, need additional security. <laughs> and that's... It's a pretty good one. So if if you're going the hard cycling route in something like draft, even standard, this card has been useful. So in something like draft, if you're going the hard cycling route, this is a great turn one play. And then you just keep cycling to pump this up even bigger and bigger. Um, you know, you mutate this card to add additional abilities to it. And it just keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, awesome. Awesome card. Not a high pick, but maybe mid, mid pick. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Garrison Cat for one white. It's a cat creature. It's a 1-1. One, one. When this dies, create a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token. After much arguing, the soldiers decided to keep it on the grounds that it killed enough mice to count as an honorary monster slayer. So it's a cute little cat card uh, that's rubbing up against the legs of some humans. And for a 1-1 one, one that also creates a token when it dies, it's not bad. Not, not a bad little creature to have as a blocker. Uh, next up, we've got Helica Glider for two and a white. It's a Nightmare Squirrel, 2-2. Two, two. When this enters the battle, this enters the battlefield with your choice of a flying counter or a first strike counter on it. It could subsist on seeds, but its preferred fare is your face. So a 2-2 two, two that has the possibility of getting a flying or first strike, uh, I would lean more towards flying because flying is always premium in limited draft environments because that's a lot harder to evade as usual. 
and I mean, it'd be very situational of when I would want to choose first strike. Um, but yeah, it's not a bad little creature at all. It's a pretty powerful common. Next up, we've got Huntmaster Liger for three and a white. It's a cat creature. It's a three, four has a mutate cost of two and a white. Whenever this creature mutates, other creatures you control get plus X plus X until end of turn where X is the number of times this creature has mutated. So that's not a bad little pump spell as well, too. Um, you can basically mutate a cheap costing creature for three mana, get a three, four by turn three and also pump up your other creatures that you may have as well too so it's not bad it's not a bad little card um you know maybe maybe early to mid pick you know if i'm going the mutate route uh next up we've got imposing vantasaur for five and a white it's a dinosaur creature it's a three six with vigilance and has a cycling cost of one it's a typical common card with with it being a three six with vigilance that's not too bad. I mean, not the strongest card, but it could be a really good blocker for you. And um, not a high pick, probably more mid to late pick as well. Uh, next up, we've got Keen Sight Mentor for two and a white. It's a human cleric creature. It's a 1-4. When this enters battlefield, put a Vigilance counter on target non-human creature you control. And then you can pay one and a white to tap this and put a 1-1 counter on each creature you control with Vigilance. So... This not only helps out your non-human creatures, giving them Vigilance, and Vigilance is always handy to have in something like Limited, but this also can possibly pump up your creatures too, should this survive. Uh, next up, we've got Lava Brink Venturer for two and a white. It is a human soldier. It's a 3-3. When this enters the battlefield, choose odd or even. Uh, this has protection from each converted mana cost of the chosen value. So a... 3 mana 3-3 three, three, that allows you to basically choose odd or even and in, gives protection from the chosen value. So let's say that you're up against a draft deck that is doing Luris, the the creature where no converted mana cost can be 2 or higher. You know, you've basically just... This creature comes out, you've, you're basically able to be protected from almost every single creature in that deck. Um pretty dang good um i don't know if this would be a pack one pick one maybe if there's nothing better on there and something like standard this could be a good sideboard card even a good main board card if you're going like white weenie something like that um wouldn't be too bad uh next up we've got light of hope for one white mana it's an instant a lot of a lot of white one white mana instant so far uh choose one you gain four life destroy target enchantment or put a one one counter on target creature so this is pretty handy to have especially destroying pesky enchantments in in limited there uh it's uh i mean everything else the gaining for life eh, it's situational put a one one counter on target creature and eh, it's okay too the destroy target enchantment is the best part of it and probably mid to late pick Next up, we've got Luminous Broodmoth. For two double white, it's a creature insect. It has flying. Whenever a creature you control without flying dies, return it to the battlefield under its owner's control with a flying counter on it. It soars through currents of moonbeams to give hope to the Forsaken. I said in an episode of Magic for Normies that I thought this was going to break standard. So far, it really hasn't. But in something like Draft, this would be a pack one pick one for sure and uh eaten sealed i would have to do my best to try to build around it and even have white be a supported color if possible i like this card a lot and in commander 
think of something like an Orzov commander or something like that, where you just do a lot of sack effects and your creatures just coming back with flying counters or, or, or no, no, no. You do something like Esper or heck you could even do this in standard as well. There's that, um, that were the spark creature that allows you to remove a counter from a creature to draw a card. So you have a sack outlet, you have that creature from War of the Spark, you have Luminous Brood Moth, and you just kind of like cycle through your deck almost. Well, in a sense, because I mean, you have to untap the the uh, the one creature that removes the counters. I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Well, no, you could have um. Okay, okay, okay. Let me just keep going because I could just keep talking on and on about it. But yeah, Luminous Brood Moth, a pack one, pick one. Uh, next up, we've got Majestic Oricorn for four and a white. It's a unicorn, four, four. For three and a white, you can mutate this. It has vigilance. Whenever this creature mutates, you gain four life. Not a bad. A four, four for five is not too bad, but vigilance is a big plus. And gaining life, that's decent enough. So this could be a good base creature. Or it could be a creature you just want to quickly mutate. You want to gain some life as well, too, and maybe pump something up that's a bit bigger. It's not bad. Mid to late pick. Next up, we've got Maned Serval, or Serval, a one and a white cat creature. It has vigilance. It's a one four, and that's all it does. It's it's always weird seeing commons that they don't do much these days, but a one four with vigilance, um, late pick. I mean, it's a good mutate target, but other than that, eh, I mean, the, the big booty is nice on it. Uh, next up, we've got Mythos of Snapdax, or Snapdex. Two double white, it's a sorcery. Each player chooses an artifact, a creature, an enchantment, and a planeswalker from among the non-land permanents they control, then sacks the rest. If black and red was spent to cast this spell, you choose the permanents for each player instead. So this is very similar to a card like Tragic, Tragic Arrogance from Magic Origins, where it basically does the same thing, but I really like the caveat of if you end up spending black and red with it, you decide what permanents they get to control. That is really cool. Um, in terms of draft, I mean, I I would pick this. I mean, it's impossible. It could be a pack one, pick one for it because you know you always if they're playing like a go wide strategy. Well, then you just freaking wiped out their board except one pesky creature. Um, but I'd probably pick something else depending on the pack. But anyway, even in sealed, I'd try to want to slot this in somehow. And if I'm doing, and since this is a wedge set, I it probably wouldn't be too hard to be able to slot this in with wedge colors as well. So I like this card. Um, typically, cards like this, I don't see a lot of play in standard because board wipes are always better. But it's it's nice to see something like this, and I like the extra caveat to it with paying the black and red. Next, we have Pacifism. One in a white enchantment aura. Enchant creature, enchanted creature can't attack or block. Good old Pacifism. In something like Limited, this is premium quote-unquote removal. Basically, putting a pesky creature out of commission. Can't go wrong with something like that. Since enchantment removal is usually few and far between in Limited, this is always so handy to have. I always like trying to draft as many of these as possible if I can, or try to put as many of these in my sealed pool should I get enough of them. Next up, we've got 
Patagia tiger, Patagia tiger, four and a white. It's a cat creature. It's a three, four with flying. When this enters the battlefield, target human you control gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. So I, a three, four for five, e even if you don't have a human you control, a three, four for five with flying, that's not bad. And flying is always premium and something like this. And this is a common, so it's not a bad common. Like I said, commons are just pretty dang powerful. And, uh, you know, probably mid to late pick. Uh, next up, we've got Perimeter Sergeant for two and a white. It's a human soldier creature. It's a 3-2. When this, when this attacks, other humans you control get plus one, plus zero until end of turn. So, so far, we've seen there are a lot of good humans, and there's a lot of good ways to produce a lot of humans as well, too. Human soldier tokens. And we'll see as we go forward with the set that humans can be pretty dang strong in this set here so something like this in draft is pretty powerful because you're pumping up all your humans and that can just quickly help you win games next up we've got sanctuary lockdown for two and a white it's an enchantment humans you control get plus one plus one pay two to tap two untapped humans you control tap target creature and opponent controls of what was i just saying where you pump up humans and now this is a a lord effect to or an anthem effect to where you can pump up your humans again um pretty dang good if you're going the human route this is definitely a card you're gonna want to just pump them up next up we've got savai Sabertooth, one in a white cat creature it is a three one and that's all it does so for and we've seen these kind of uh cards before for two mana three one it's not bad it's not the greatest you know, really weak blocking but if you're going the aggro route this is something you're going to want uh next up we've got snare tactician yeah tactician okay i was making sure it was like ta it wasn't taciturn or something um it's two and a white. It's a human soldier creature. It's a two, three. Whenever you cycle a card, tap target creature and opponent controls. And with there being a lot of cycling in this set, that could come out to be very useful. The one thing I've noticed with this set compared to the previous cycling set, Amonkhet, cycling is not, there not only seems to be a lot more cycling here, but it seems like cycling is a bit more aggressive in this set as well too compared to Omniket because if I remember Omniket draft rightly or correctly it it felt slow cycling felt very slow in Omniket this seems to be the opposite where it's very aggressive cycling because a there's a lot of effects that happen when you cycle a card on creatures no doubt uh, next up, we've got Solid Footing. It's one white. It's an enchantment aura. It has flash. You enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. As long as enchanted creature has vigilance, it assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. So you have this card, Solid Footing, and then you look up a card like Main Serval. You enchant that. Now your Main Serval is a 4-4. Four, four. Or actually, it's a 5-5, five, five, I should say so that's not bad i, I kind of like that now you, you know you're you're having to use two cards to make a five five out of that i mean kind of similar to mutate right but it's and eh, you, you know wouldn't be a very high pick for me uh next up we've got splendor mayor for two and a white it's an elk unicorn interesting it's a three three with lifelink and it has cycling one and a white when you cycle splendid mare put a lifelink counter on target creature you control so this is the first that we're seeing when you cycle this you put a counter on something else now 
there are plenty of other cards that whenever you cycle a card do X. Now this is the first card we've seen when you cycle this card, it does something um, to the effect of helping your creatures out. Now a three, three for three is not bad with lifelink. And I wouldn't even mind playing this because a three, three body is not bad, but it's sort of a mid to late pick. There's probably something better out there. Uh, next up, we've got Spontaneous Flight for two and a white instant. Target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Put a flying counter on it. So for three mana, you can basically make one of your creatures flying permanently until it gets removed. So that's really not that bad. The pump, the pump spell is great, you know, to help deal more damage. But the fact that this gives flying makes that makes it that much better. I really like that a lot. Stormwild Caprador? Caprador? Capridor? I, I think that's how you say it. Tuna White Bird Goat. It's a 1-3 with flying. If non-combat damage would be dealt to Stormwild Caprador, prevent that damage. Put a 1-1 counter on Stormwild Caprador for each one damage prevented this way. I like this because, say you have... um. Oh my gosh, I forget the name of it. We'll, we'll come across it when we get to red, but say you get that lightning strike ability that only deals three damage to creatures, you're now essentially, this, this wouldn't affect it. You essentially pump this up, give it three counters. I like that a lot. It's I always like these kind of cards where non-combat damage, you can't, you can't easily wipe it or anything like that. Next up, we've got Swallow Hole. For one white, it's a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast this card, tap an untapped creature you control. Exile target tap creature. Put a 1-1 counter on the creature tap to pay this spell's additional cost. So as an... Okay, that, that was a lot of wording there. As an additional cost to cast the spell, tap an untapped creature you control. Okay. Exile target tap creature. Okay, so you'd want to... You want to exile... um a your opponent's creature with that then put a 1-1 counter on the creature tap to pay the spells additional cost and then you pump up your creature that you tapped that's really not bad dang white has a lot of one mana instant sorceries in this in this set here that's and they're pretty good too it's this is a good exile effect I mean, you know your you know your opponents are going to tap creatures and all that. This has caught some pretty good removal too. You do this on your first main phase right before combat, and or you do it after combat. You know, whatever. I, I kind of like this a lot. As this would be a you know early to mid pick for me. Next up, we've got Valiant Rescuer for one and a white. It's a human soldier. Whenever you cycle another card for the first time each turn, create a one one white human creature human soldier creature token and has a cycling cost of two it is a three one so a three one for two is not the greatest it's not bad but the fact that since cycling is so prevalent in this set and you can just keep pooping tokens even if you only get to poop one or two tokens that's still pretty good value right there because you're able to create more bodies on the field to help you win or to help you block this would be an early to mid pick for me uh, next up, we've got Volpakeet, a three and a white fox bird. It's a two, three, has a mutate cost of two and a white, has flying. Whenever this creature mutates, put a one, one counter on it. So a two, three flyer by itself is, you know, not, not, not that bad. And with the mutate cost, you can easily make a cheaper creature with flying and 
also pump it up as well too and for a common that's not bad for a common as well and the last white card for this set review is will of the all hunter one in a white instant target creature gets plus two plus two until end of turn if it's blocking instead put two one one counters on it. it has a cycling cost of two so this is not just a bad or not bad but a good combat trick to pump up your creatures if you're attacking but if you want to try to take out a pesky creature and you, you, you know you're blocking something then you can get two one one counters on it i i like that a lot so oh or actually it would get plus four plus four because target creature gets plus two plus two and it'll end of turn okay if it's block oh no 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 it's an instead effect never mind instead put two one one counters on it so any it's getting plus two plus two regardless whether it's counters or temporary i'd rather get the counters but you know sometimes you just want to try to get them to zero as quickly as possible so there you have it there's all the white cards for the ixalan set review hope you enjoyed it uh, let me know what you think and um we're gonna move on to the next episode here moving on to blue so thank you all for listening and watching and have a great night